Hey science fans, Mrs. Corbett here. Um, I'm going to teach my husband some science. I'm the husband. Hey husband. Hello, uh, what are you doing this week? What you got for me? Microscopes. Ah. Ah, the first practical you do in your seventh biology as well, but also a little bit more detail in year 11. But before we start, Mm. One good revision tip is constant, just quick recall. See what you can remember. You're so going to pop quiz me, aren't you? I'm going to pop quiz you. Right. Two types of cells. Go. Eukaryotes. Prokaryotes. Boom. Look at you. Okay. Bag. What's the difference? Oh, they're spelled differently. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, no, I know this. Okay. Uh, eukaryotes. True. Have a nucleus. That's correct. Prokaryotes. Yeah. Pro, pre-nucleus. No nucleus. Good. And what do you find in a nucleus generally? DNA. And what's DNA for? The building blocks of life. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, no, the, okay. DNA, um, it's the kind of instructions of how a cell needs to be made and how it behaves and its job. Instruction okay, manual. What you're doing is you're waffling. You need to know this about DNA. It codes for proteins. Codes for proteins. Codes for proteins. DNA codes for proteins. Boom. Beautiful. Right. Um, can you give me um, an example of a prokaryote? Uh, yes, a human cell, an animal cell. For those of you listening, I'm staring blankly at my husband. Pro, prokaryote, <laughs> sorry, pro, pro, pro is pre, um, an, a plant, plant cell, celery. Jeez. Celery, Jeez. get it? Jeez. No, oh, bacteria. Oh God, there we go. Oh, so painful. Okay, uh, bacteria. And instead of uh, DNA in a nucleus, what are the two types of DNA found in bacteria? <sighs> Um, One begins with P. Yeah. Plasmoid. Plasmid. Plasmid DNA and chromosomal. Very good. Okay. And can you give me three things an animal cell, a plant cell has that an animal cell does not? Three things that a plant cell has that an animal cell does not. A plant cell has a cell wall. Yes. Made of cellulose. Oh. Um, a plant cell also has a vacuole. Full of cell sap. Which is the big white thing in the middle. And a plant cell also has chloroplasts. Filled with? Chlorophyll. To absorb light. For? Photosynthesis. All together now. Very nice. I'm doing laps around the kitchen. (laughs) Can you tell me um, uh, three specialized cells we learn about? Red blood cells. And what do red blood cells, how are they adapted for the function? What don't they have? Oh, they don't have a nucleus so they can fit in the hemoglobin. Yeah, there's no mm. nucleus, no DNA, just, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Go on, another um, one. Another specialised cell I learned about, I want to say, no, that's not right. Oh, mm. Sperm. Yep. Has a tail. Yep. Sometimes called a flagellum. Mm-hmm. Very good. What's it got in his head? Ah, It's got like a protein which breaks down the egg wall. Yeah, an enzyme, which is enzyme, made of home. Yeah. yeah. Lots of energy, lots of... Lots of mitochondria. Very good. For energy. Um, and One more. Oh, a muscle cell. Very good. Muscle yeah. cell, which is long, fibrous, yeah. or contractions, lots of mitochondria. Very nice. Can you remember one of the plant ones? There were two. Can you remember one of those? Um, root hair yeah. cell um, has mitochond- lots of mitochondria because of... Active transport. Active transport. And the other one, um, what's the first letter? P. Um, it's, I know it sits on top of the leaf. 
and has lots of chloroplasts because that's where it absorbs the sun. Yeah. What's the second letter? A. All I got, all I can say is Parmesan. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Close though, Palisade. Palisade. It's not far Palisade. off. Yeah, not far off. That's impressive. That's impressive. Okay, genuinely, listeners, we have not just sat here and done the first however many episodes it was before this. It's been a it's week. It's been a week. It's, it's been, been a week. A week. And yeah. I, haven't, I haven't touched any books. No, you are gifted with a fabulous memory, but that was fantastic. Well, it's, really it's, I've well got done. a great teacher. I've got yeah, a great teacher. Yeah, that's what it is. That's mm. what it is. Uh, microscopes okay two types you have to know about two types of microscopes and you've got to know how to use one for a required practical okay okay two types you ready mm-hmm. light electron righty okay the light microscopes are the ones we use in the lab okay so the light microscopes are they like your traditional lens little tray to put the petri dish on wow they're words that don't go together no Slide. No, oh, slide, yeah, slide. that's it, slide. Yeah, so yeah, they, the light microscope, they're your traditional light microscope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. because they use light, they've got that mirror at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, they're the not, older they're ones. They're not just not heavy. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. they are quite heavy. No, they use light, so they're traditional lenses. Some of them have a light built in, others of them use a mirror and you angle it towards light so that you get light that moves up through yeah. underneath the slide um, and has a stage... And two lenses. It has an eyepiece lens and an objective lens. And it normally has actually three objective lenses on like a little carousel. Do you remember using I those at school? I certainly do. Yeah. I'm um, breaking those at school. <laughs> oh, jeez. Not on purpose. Oh, sure. Mm. I bet the same ones you used are still there. I bet they're still there. But this is what happens in schools. Probably. There are definitely microscopes that are older than me at the school I teach at. Yeah. Hashtag budget. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag well made. Mm. Um so light microscopes are things that you need to um you need to know how to use them in school um but you also need to know that a light microscope a light microscope is limited in terms of its magnification and resolution two keywords so a light microscope is limited in terms of its magnification and resolution okay do you know what the word resolution means um how many pixels it has um uh essentially yes but if you wrote that in exam you wouldn't get a mark sure but resolution means difference between two points and it's used in two ways the difference between two points yeah okay. so if you right let's move on to electron microscope and then i'll explain that so an electron microscope is exa- it has a higher magnification and higher resolving power than a light microscope it means it can be used to see cells in a much much finer detail so with a light microscope i would put uh and you do you remember doing onion slides so you get like the thin layer of onion and put i believe it... we had celery you won't have done plant cells with celery but you would have done it with onion so either way you put a thin piece on and you might see the outline of the cell and the nucleus you'd stain it with a little bit of iodine uh-huh. and you would have done it with your cheek scale, cheek cells and got a little bit of methylene blue yeah and you'd see the outside and you'd see the nucleus with an electron microscope you'd be able to see what's in the nucleus and you'd be able to see you see the dna no oh. it'd be like I mean, you probably could see the DNA, but it would be like, you could actually see like the squiggly mess. Oh. And, um, but yeah, you probably could see the DNA and you would be able to see like the mitochondria, um, much, much more detail. Um, and you'd be able to see bacteria under an electron microscope because they're much, much smaller than plant and animal cells. Um, and again, you'd be able to see those organelles. So mitochondria, blah, 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 much more detail. Um, so resolution power. So in, in, Do you have electron microscopes at school? No, no, they're far too expensive. They would be, like, they're huge. They would take up, like, <laughs> the whole of the corner of this room. They're big. Okay. Um, and they're expensive. Um, so we can see, 
yeah, subcellular structure. So you would be able to see your DNA, your chromosomes, that kind of thing. Um, so on a light microscope, we can see nucleus, the distance between the nucleus and the cell wall, low resolving power. High resolving power, you'd be able to see the distance between the DNA. Hang on. Are we talking about onion cells here? Any kind of cell. Well, not any kind of cell. Did I say Ms. cell Corbett, wall? You did say cell wall. Okay, fine. So, yeah, so I am talking about an onion cell. This is why teachers didn't like me, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Like, you're questioning me. That's good. Um, so that distance between those two points, but in... The nucleus and the... Cell wall. Cell wall, cell, cell membrane, membrane, yeah. Sure. Uh, whereas in an electron microscope, you'd be able to see the distance between, like, the DNA and the nuclear envelope. Like, you, much more detail between two points. Yeah? Gotcha, yeah. If I was using scales like a balance and I was weighing um, like some flour or whatever. If I had a scale that said 0.00 grams, mm. its resolution would be 0.01. If oh. I had a really fine one that had 0.000, the resolution of that would be 0.001. So it's literally the difference between one point gram and the other. We're talking like grains of sand sort of thing. like Yeah. So if something asks you, what is the resolution of this thermometer it's how many decimal places it counts so our meat thermometer would be 0.1 because it it measures in uh-huh one decimal place whereas like your glass thermometer with is it mercury in it not anymore alcohol but yeah. yes um that resolution would be like uh also 0.1 because it does it does like oh in tens up to a yeah oh, no, no. it'd be one degree it'd one be one, one degree yeah, yeah. one degree yeah it would be one degree would be the difference between those two points okay interesting so resolution tends to be where students lose marks because they don't know what it means but you can have it just literally means what's the difference between the two things you can measure it's quite a difficult thing to get your head around because when you say resolution you go phone screen tv screen exactly game but again boy difference between two points so if you've got high te- high resolution a high resolution yeah. television it's got 1000 pixels whereas if you've got a low resolution per centimeter or whatever if you've got a low resolution tv it'll be 100 pixels so the difference between two points is like vastly different okay okay so electron microscope high magnification high resolving power and you need to know one equation here which you have to memorize they say you have to memorize it they often give it to you but sure. it is to calculate magnification which is the size of the image that you are seeing Mm. divided by the size of the real object the size of the image divided by the size of the real object equals magnification okay okay now magnification is easily calculated because when you use a light microscope at school you have the eyepiece lens that you look through Mm. and the objective lens the like bit on the rotating carousel at the bottom and they tell you what the magnification is eyepiece is always times 10 the rotating carousel is either times four, times 10, times 40. So if I was looking at it on the times 10, it would be 10 times 10. So the magnification would be... 100. 100 million dollars. Yeah, 100. Um, and then a dated reference. Uh, all of my references <laughs> are dated references. Um, and then when we're measuring, like you might be asked to rearrange the equation where you might be asked the size of a real object based on a picture that you are given. So you would measure the size of the image that you're uh-huh. seeing. Um, and then you would do that divided by the magnification. It would give you the real size. The units you have to work in, you have to normally convert for an extra mark. So if you're working in millimeters, um, it's you, you have to always work in millimeters. You can't measure something in micrometers and then and millimeters. You have to convert so that you're always using the same one. So there's a thousand micrometers in a millimeter. A thousand micrometers in a millimeter. 
Yeah. Because um, they might give it give you a scale in micrometers. So you've got to remember if you're measuring four micrometers, that's, you know, um, sorry, four millimeters, that's 4,000 micrometers. You might also potentially be given something in nanometers. There's a million nanometers in a millimeter. Gotcha. Yeah. So you might have to convert them, but it's quite a simple equation. So um, I always do um, uh, mag image over real mag image over real but I, that's how i remember it. it's not a good way but that is that is how so this is a required practical so you normally have to show safely that you can do this practical goggles very good <laughs> 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 10 points to gryffindor another data reference um so the key things when that you will get marks for is um carefully putting your sample on the slide um dying the slide and the reason why we dye are the things that are on our slide is so that when the light shines through them um it's obviously it outlines the organelles more clearly um you normally have to use like a piece of paper towel to suck up excess dye and then this is the bit where people always lose marks so you have to put on a cover slip over the top do you remember these little tiny tiny really thin panes of glass I do, yeah and they always like broke in the corner and stabbed into your fingers so you have to really really gently lower that on with a needle it's really satisfying that part. It is so find, satisfying. Yeah. And you do it really gently to remove as many air bubbles as possible. You don't want air bubbles that distort your image. Um, so you have to know why you're using dye, and that's so the light can shine through them and highlight the uh, cells. You need to also say how you bring it into focus. Now, the students often, often go, now zoom in. There's no zooming on a, mag, ma, um, a microscope. So you have to say... Magnifying? What, no. Um, focus it's focus because there's two focusing knobs so there's the coarse focus and the fine focus so normally when we're using a microscope we make sure the slide is as close to the lens as possible from the side look because otherwise if you if you focus in you can crack it if you're looking through you're not seeing yeah. and then we focus away using the coarse focus coarse focus first uh-huh. they might ask you to just describe how to do this for normally four to six marks um, so you you coarse focus away until you can see the outline of the structure and then you use the fine focus to see the detail of the organelles. And that's it. Okay. That's so interestingly, I found the like cell structure easier to go in than the microscopes. It's probably because you're not doing the practical. Oh, okay. So when you, you'd be explaining this to a to a, a student with a microscope in front of them, I suppose. I get them you? to just do it. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to check the specification now to see if there's anything else i forgot there is one skill you need to do for this is to change things into standard form do you know what that is no i do not okay so um if something it's changing it so it's by a 10 to the power of so for example if you've got um 0.001 uh-huh that would be one times 10 to the power of three times 10 to the power of minus three because there's three decimal places yeah exactly gotcha. that yeah okay so you might have to do like so 1.6 times 10 to the power of 10 that would be like one six zero 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 it'd be like 1.6 billion like so um so this is requ- this is the very first required practical activity in biology so i'm just gonna sorry you can hear me shuffling with all of this while i'm doing it but i think it's quite important just to make sure that we've got the practical assessment for this so 
you need to be able to draw and label a plant and animal cell, including the magnification scale. So you would draw a picture, not coloring it in. It's just clear outlines. There's no shading in science. Hmm. Um, and you would have to put what magnification the, the image was. So your times 10 of the eyepiece times whatever objective lens you use. And normally for a plant cell, you would use times 10. But for an uh for a cheek cell, which would normally be sort of the inside of your cheek, it would be times 10 or times 40. So it'd either be times 400 or times 100. Mm -hmm. uh, quite simple. Um, and use appropriate apparatus to record the length or area of it, make observations and estimations to judge the real or relative size. So using that magnification and that's it. Cool. That's microscopes. Awesome. Uh, resolution, magnification, Fine and coarse focus. Fine and coarse focus. Focus away from the from the slide. Yep. Uh, the uh, die goes on so that the light shines through it and it um, outlines the organelles, organelles more yep. clearly. And which which has a higher resolution? Electron microscopes. Electron microscopes. Yeah. Do you want to know a little fact about microscopes? Oh, I'd love to. Okay, so they were used. Um, in the 1600s and the first guy was Robert Hooke that actually drew beautiful diagrams of it but this guy called Robert Van Leeuwenhoek um, he took the idea of using these lenses and he made like super powerful ones and he was the first person in 1674 to actually identify human cells using a microscope that he made and then he was like oh I've got this cell so he literally took cells from nearly every part of his body to try and identify them under the microscope. I'm talking blood cells, um, cheek cells, um, sperm cells, um, plant cells um, from different parts of the plant, probably took celery. Um, <laughs> and he, he made like a catalogue of all of these cells and he was the first person in 1674, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, made a fortune as well. Absolute sellout. Um, what we do... <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what are we doing next week uh next week we are moving on to cell division oh we're gonna dance to cell division oh what is that song we're dancing and to cell division. division and <laughs> celebrate the irony yeah we are cool all right see you later see you later bye bye